Hey, I'm Ofense and I'm a transformational life coach. I help people get unstuck, get their ish together and create the lives of their dreams. So as you can see by today's title, I'm going to be speaking about emotional buffering. I am a huge advocate for people feeling their feelings and uh, in short, emotional buffering is when you're not willing to do that. Um, but I think it, it would be more helpful to actually just describe in more detail what buffering is so that you can recognize this behavior in yourself as you continue in life. So I hope you've enjoyed my podcast so far. I speak a lot about perfectionism. I speak about um, some coaching self-development topics. I'm a self-development junkie and I thoroughly, thoroughly um, enjoy being able to share these insights. Now, let's get into the show. So buffering is something that we do to fully to to avoid fully experiencing our lives. Um, it's when we don't want to face the truth of our lives because we don't want to experience negative emotions, and so we enter into behaviors such as drinking wine instead of actually feeling whatever feelings are coming up, or eating food instead of that, like. Um, people pleasing instead of really setting your boundary and saying what it is that you want those types of emotions that are instantly pleasurable but long term of course they have consequences and the problem is that we feel entitled to feeling good all the time because life is offering us different ways to feel pleasure like if you're living life today and not like a thousand years ago or thousands of years before that life today is soft life i know we love to talk about a soft life and we really 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 are living the soft life and there is pleasure waiting for us left and right chasing us the world is selling us more and more and more and the time and and, and all the time we, we actually tend to forget that there's value and constraint there's value in pulling back there's value in less less is more i know we say that as a thing but sometimes in our hearts we really just want more 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 food more drinking more stuff and all of that but if you think about it there actually is more value in constraint there's value in less food in, in eating less food because what will happen to your waistline you know there's value in eat, drinking less because what will happen to your liver y'all <laughs> And there's value in having less stuff as somebody who has moved because when I was living in South Africa, I was trying to minimize my lifestyle and I went from living in a three bedroom house to when I was um, with my ex and uh, moved into a small uh, one bedroom apartment with my friend as I was rebuilding my life. I mean, two bedroom apartments. And so I had my little one bedroom that I was trying to manage and at the time I was being introduced to minimalism but it was getting really really hard and I think I kind of got sold into it um, by somebody who was not even a minimalist <laughs> Marie Kondo and eventually she was um, eventually I read Marie Kondo's book four times um, and I highly highly recommend highly recommend I've read it way more times since then the the power of tidying up ooh, I'm gonna link it in the description box uh, below and you can just click and, and 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 see what book i'm talking about but it's like the magical power of tidying up something like that um and it really really helped me um to 
to live with items that bring me joy in my home. Um, and obviously the decluttering that happened, uh, it was so much easier to live a more minimal life when I moved to Kenya because I had to pack my entire life into four suitcases and come to Kenya from South Africa. And uh, yeah, so that's that's the value of actually having less stuff. I find that it's easier to clean. It's easier to breathe. You're not worried about this stuff. And I'm slowly, slowly slipping out of that lifestyle. So I'm also calling myself out right now and pulling myself back and, and reminding myself that this is time to live in constraint. But of course, daily we're sold to on the internet and everywhere you go that we need to have more stuff we need to do more things we need to eat more food we need to drink more um and all of those more 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 uh languages that we find and sure more leads to more pleasure but it sure as hell does not lead to more well-being there's a huge difference between well-being and pleasure and so just think about your well-being when you're eating too much like you know that that christmas meal when you've just had that Christmas meal (laughs) and it's like you've been cooking the whole day you eat the whole afternoon and you just feel like crap when you overeat right or when you've overdrunk you know like you it, it was your birthday you had too much fun you turned up at the club the next day you know the consequences I don't have to go into too much detail many of us have actually experienced this and you also know the, the 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 detriment of having too much, you know, when you just have too many clothes, it's so hard to get dressed in the morning. Now that I have like a, a, a decent amount of clothes, um, and also it's been restricted by the fact that I gained weight after having my baby. <laughs> so there's like not many clothes in my wardrobe that actually fit me because I'm not I'm not at my previous size yet. Um, that that makes a huge difference makes a big difference you know having less clothes and feeling like i can actually dress i can wear clothes (laughs) in the morning it makes a huge difference now i just want you to imagine what your life would be like if you didn't have to overeat if you didn't have to over drink if you didn't overspend and if you didn't over instagram or over tiktok Hmm? because no i know my weakness is buffering using instagram like i don't even think about it in the moment my phone grab swipe swipe tip i'm on instagram i don't even think about it you know the minute i'm feeling an uncomfortable emotion i know that's the pattern that i usually follow so i'm very vigilant about it super vigilant and i think it's something that you need to be aware of of course i know we all want to be stopping to be addicted to our phones we want to stop you know the dopamine um flood that it does i mean look this honestly if you learn how to stop overeating stop over drinking stop overspending stop over instagramming or over tiktoking this could be the gateway to your most authentic life and authentic in the sense that it's not fueled by manipulating your brain substances such as dopamine It's not fueled by false pleasures and pretend emotions. It's not fueled by people-pleasing. It's not fueled by things that you do to feel good in the moment, but they don't really help you to feel good in the long run. It's like that, you know, term. I know dopamine detox was like running around on the internet for the longest time. 
and I remember wanting to do a dopamine detox so badly. I think I did a version of it, like shutting my phone off and, you know, getting off of social media and all of that stuff. And I just never thought about it until I realized that actually we as human beings are a little twisted sometimes. Not sometimes, most of the time, actually. We take natural things and then we overprocess them and then we consume them and they give our brains so much unnatural um, kicks. Like a, a dope, like it moves our brain substances around so unnaturally in a way that our brains were not evolved to process. If you think about the way that we have taken wheat and made it into flour, and how flour responds to our bodies versus the actual wheat grain, you know? If we, if we think about sugarcane, right? I love sugarcane. I grew up in KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. Uh, and, and there we, we used to have, like, that's like the capital of sugar, I think. Um, and we used to have sugarcane, like, and you know how much work it takes to, to eat sugarcane? Like, when God created sugarcane, he knew that, of course, this thing is nice. But, like, you have to consume it in its original form for it not to cause harm in your body. Because how many sugar canes can you peel? Because that thing is hard to peel. And chew. And get the little sugar cane juice out and enjoy that. I mean, if you can get through a stalk, well done. But the amount of sugar cane that's in that stalk is nowhere near the amount of sugar that you actually intake in a day. Your brain is not evolved to take that in. And so our brains go crazy when we don't have um, our, our kicks and our dopamine um, kicks and stuff, right? From these comfort foods like the flowers, the, even wine. Think about wine. Wine is actually just grapes. And then what we did is like crush them, concentrate them, keep them along, ferment them. And now it's like this very concentrated um, substance that overwhelms our brain and our brain actually thinks we won't survive without it. Like if you think about cutting out wine from your life or cutting out sugar or cutting out flour, it literally feels like you're going to die. <laughs> I know that's what it feels like for me. So let's be real. Let's be real, y'all. It literally feels like that. But when you do and when you are eating real foods and you are like being in a way that's like living in a way that supports your brain, you feel so much well-being. Forget the pleasure of a donut. You feel so much well-being. I know my coach has these um, fasts regularly, like where, where she'll like, you know, um, usher us all and be like, we're doing a fast this month or whatever. And every single time I do those fasts where it's high alkaline food, it's real food, no sugar, no salt, like no oils, like it was just pure real foods. We go back. My body feels so incredible after that. I feel so incredible in the moment. And of course, my brain remembers what it tastes like to to have chocolates and whatnot. But I enjoy those fasts so much. And it's actually so important to try and, you know, stick to those that type of a lifestyle because it really, the clarity of decisions that you make, the feeling that you feel in your body. Honestly, actually, now that I remember, I did one. I did a 40-day fast beginning of this year in Feb. The productivity that I had from Feb to March unmatched. I've never been that 
productive in my business than that period. And the clarity of decisions I had in that period, unmatched. Unmatched. And I'm thinking of the period, the same period, because I think it's been 40 days since I stopped the fast, because it's May now. I probably have slowed down significantly. And the results that I'm experiencing now are as a overflow of that period. This is your motivation. This is your reminder to go back. <laughs> Check out the alkaline, high alkaline diet. I think I've got a video somewhere on my YouTube channel that you can search and find where I kind of describe the diet and, and link up all the different resources that you probably would need to do that. But it's such a good one. Such a high vibe diet. You literally feel so high vibe. And don't worry, if you hear a kid screaming, that's my kid, it's not yours. <laughs> one, one more thing I wanted to talk about emotional buffering is, I mean, I know you know, like whenever you have a feeling um, like anxiety, I know a lot of times we turn to like comfort foods when we feel that vibration of anxiety in our bodies, we feel the constriction in our throats, we feel like our chests kind of pump pounding, you know, we kind of feel sweaty palms, sweaty armpits and all of that. That anxiety can lead us to, I don't know, pulling up a packet of chips or sweets or whatever, whenever you're feeling that discomfort. And I know for me, for sure, when I was um, in corporate, the stress, oh man, that bottle of wine was real close. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> and as soon as you realize that you can be unhappy, you can be anxious, you can be all of those things, and you're still fine in the moment, then you'll be willing to feel unhappy, anxious, and all of those things. And, and and that's where the real work starts because then, then you'll actually be willing to find the thoughts that are creating this feeling and change them and decide to think different things so that you can yield different feelings. But the core thing that I tell all my clients and the core thing that I also love to remind you of is if you're willing to feel your feelings, then you can remove all these little buffers that are in your life and the negative consequences that come with those buffers. You can remove overeating and being overweight. You can remove over drinking and feeling disconnected. You can remove over Instagramming and feeling so much more productive in your life. I mean, you can experience the full well-being in your life and leave these false pleasures behind. And the full pleasure of well-being is that you don't have to like not experience negative emotions, but it's that when you do experience these negative emotions, you don't have a problem. You can handle it. You know you can handle it. You got this. <laughs> I want to remind you that you have got this. You will be fine. You are fine. You are fine in this moment. You're okay. You can literally trade all the false pleasures in your life for well-being. You can literally be in a state of feeling well, feeling good, feeling nourished in your body, your mind, your soul, feeling the negative emotions that are part of life. Because life is 50-50. Life will have your emotions all up in the sky and all the way down in the depths. That's what life is. 
the day that I accepted that, oh my gosh, my life entirely changed. You know, like my, I had, I feel like I had a couple of awakenings in my journey. There was the one where I realized um, that God is everyone's God. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That was a big deal for me. Um, and it, And I also realized that like he is love, like he is fully love, right? And pure love energy, like pure positive energy. Um, and I use the word he very loosely. I'm just using it because it's conventional. Uh, don't necessarily believe that God has a gender, but um, for me, that was my first awakening. And then the second awakening was, because with that came like a much more wider, less uh, dogmatic religious view on life. With that came a much more open-minded view of life and an acceptance of different um, voices, right? And so when I started learning more and more and um, getting into the self-development world and also getting into um, the world of, 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 of the law of attraction and, da, 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 and the things that come with that, I learned a lot and I remember wanting to manifest a lot of good things like pleasure like yeah yeah we're here for good vibes only and I didn't realize but that I was deep within the toxic positivity culture right and I hated the people that were busy saying it was toxic positivity because it genuinely did feel so much better than the life that I had before and I was just like you guys are leading people astray what 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 and feeling so like guys you don't get it but now I do like I I do get what they were trying to say because toxic positivity obviously has you chasing good feelings at the expense of being human and being human means feeling your feelings and when i realized that whoa man brain was blown completely blown like completely blown so today I wanted to address this emotional buffering issue because I wanted your brain also to be completely blown so that you can understand that being human means feeling all your feelings. Being human means you're going to have all these feelings at every single level. There is no time or place that is better than the one that you're at right now. There is no time or place where you will feel different than you than, than you do now, like in terms of the ranges of emotions, right? In terms of like the emotional uh, offering plate, the spectrum of emotions is, is available to you. And some of them, we resist them so hard, we run away from them so hard. And we're trying to run towards, um, we're trying to run towards happiness. We're trying to run towards the pleasurable emotions that in that resistance of that emotion we're causing ourselves drama in that buffering we're actually causing ourselves drama more drama but if we learn how to sit with our feelings be conscious with of them and just accept them lives will change man your life will never be the same again anyways thank you so much for listening today um, I hope you found something 
of value in today's podcast um and uh, if you want to to get coached on this if you want to stop buffering um i am available to help you on that journey just make sure to tap the 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 link that i have in the description box um down below book a 60 minute consultation with me and i'm more than happy to walk this journey with you because i know how awful it is when we buffer our lives and i want you to enjoy your life i want you to live a life of well-being and be okay even when there's crazy things happening in your life (laughs) or so you feel and know that you can handle it all right i'll see you guys in the next one have yourselves an amazing amazing week